Okay, finishing up over here, Bezos Hashem, Perak Yud of Goros Hashem. So, we've been discussing the simonim that Yosef HaTzadik sent to Yaakov Avinu um, to indicate to him that he shouldn't be too upset with what happened because Lamaisa, it was all Mina Shemaim and it was divinely ordained uh, in order to either, there was also two goals, right? One is to give all the good of Eretz Mitzrayim to Klausel and then uh, also to sustain them during the years of famine, right? That's the more, the more superficial, more Pashup this is sustaining during years of famine, but the amkus of it is the zakhr, is the male donkeys which are carrying the good of Mitzrayim, which means either um, to carry out the riches of Mitzrayim in the end, or um, on, a, on a deeper level, that it helped to create the, 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 the Jewish nation. Yeah. So that's the parim varavim, with the the, the futility. Okay. Um, fine. So says the says the morale. The old yesh b'midrash. Shesholach lo yain yoshen. Shedas Zekenim Nocha Heimena, that he sent him old wine, because for old people that that um, helps placate their their mind. Gamze Romas Hagzera Hayishana Shegazer Alehim Miyamim Kadmonim. Even in this, there's a remnant to the. Ancient Xera, the Xera that goes all the way back to the Brisbane of Basarum of Avram Avinu, uh, Avraham, Al Yeridas Mitzrayim, Sheyishtu Kos Zeh, that we should drink this cup. A cup, drinking a cup, um, often means a bitter medicine. Uh, the drink, like we say, uh, we say in Maul's Tzur on Hanukkah, right? Kos Ro'al Masachti, a a cup of uh, you know, bitter, poisonous wine. I I poured and you know, drank, right? So um, so that's that's uh, over here that Yosef sent Yaakov the wine. That's to allude to this cup of wine that he was meant to drink. As a nation, we were meant to drink this concoction that Hashem prepared for us. Vehaya, meramiz olo benuster gam kain hanigla kimashmo vanigla becheshbon hachomerim. So the point is, on a superficial level, he's sending him to calm him down. He's going to drink this wine. He's going to calm down, right? On a deeper level, it's an allusion to the fact that there's been prepared this concoction for the Jewish people to drink from way before.
wine represents wine, red wine is a gvura, <coughs> strict strictness, <coughs> strength, etc. Right? It's called the blood of the grapes. Dam anavim. Right? So it's uh, he's saying there's a certain amount of uh, strictness that we had to swallow, that we had to uh, drink, to go through in order to get to where we need to go to. Well, the command is by Eitzel Arbakosos Kiyain Mora Al Hagzera Minashamayim. The wine indicates a heavenly decree. Kemoshi is by the command of Hashem, which means at the very end of Guru Hashem, he will he will discuss more about what what, what I just alluded to. The Yain Yoshin, all of the Mispur, four hundred and thirty. The Mispur Ma, she Yoshvu Yisrael b'Mitzrayim. That's the number of years that we dwelt in Mitzrayim. Kedixiv. Umosha of Bnei Yisrael b'Mitzrayim arba meos u'shloshim, four hundred and thirty years. Which obviously is difficult in its own right, as Rashi struggles to figure out how to exactly four hundred and thirty years. For sure, not in Mitzrayim for that long, right? Um, Rashi's cheshbon is that it's 400 years since the birth of Yitzchak. Because that's already, Yitzchak was, was a ger. He was a foreign, he was a sojourner in a foreign land. So that you can count, you can begin the count of, of geris from there, of being a, a foreigner. It's 400, and it was 210 years of, uh, of being in, in Egypt. But um, so seemingly the Heshbon would have to begin from when Avramino was 70 years old to get to 430. So 70? I'm sorry? Avramino was 70? I'm just saying from the time Avramino was 70 until the time that we left Mitzrayim. Was 430 years. Was Yitzchak born later? Right. From the birth of Yitzchak to our leaving Egypt was 400 years. Oh, Yitzchak was born when Avraham Avinu was 100 years old. That was the first man of Sarum then, right? When he was 70? So uh, it's a little bit of a cloudy issue. There's a, there's a Seder Olam that Rashi quotes that uh, the Gon and others say it can't be. Uh, when exactly? In Yeshmuk the Muhum the Torah. So the question was the person of Sarah being in Haran as opposed to being in Eretz Yisrael. What? No, no. The question is if he maybe went to Eretz Yisrael multiple times. Uh-huh. That's what that's what Rashi says. Uh-huh. Okay, let's finish up over here. The Kolze Melamed Lecha Ki Yeridus Mitzrayim Haisa Hasiba Limchir Sivot. Nonetheless, right? Taking a step back from all the details, all of these examples, all these things that Yosef sent to Yaakov, these are all clear indications that he's saying that the Mechira of Yosef by his brothers was orchestrated by Hashem in order to get us 
to Mitzrayim because that was the ultimate plan. And not the other way around that the sale of Yosef should be caused the uh, enslavement in Egypt. And like will be explained more in the next chapter. Okay, here we go. Perik Yud Aleph. Acher Shegazer Hagzera Al Zoro Shel Avraham Ra'inu Hahashgacha Hagadola Lohorid Es Zoro Shel Avraham LeMitzrayim. So Hashem decreed that we should go down to Mitzrayim, and then He supervised things very much in order to have it happen. Shelot Toymar Ki Haya. Hagolus shall Yisrael be Mitzrayim be Mikra, Rak Hakol be Ashgacha Nifla. So that should be clear to a person. It didn't just happen by coincidence. People, obviously, as far as our Muna goes, we believe that nothing is by coincidence. Hashem runs, uh, determines everything. But here, it's something that is glaring, jumps out at you, um, that that this is being supervised and. Um, the morale often speaks about this type of a point. It's important. Maybe we'll take a quick um, aside to explain this. Um, whenever you have, in the morale's terms, either a Dover Gdola, uh, a great matter, or something that uh, something that is happening to a very big tzaddik like Moshe Rabbeinu, or something that happens to the entire Jewish nation, which means big in one way or another. Either the event itself is big, or it's happening to a nation, which means by definition it's big, or it's happening to someone like Moshe Rabbeinu, who's connected the entire nation, which means it's big, <laughs> something like that. So then the moral says that that type of a thing is not going to be b'mikra. Everything is, is, is going to be uh, in a very clear hashgacha way. So again, not to say that the moral things that, but things that happen to individuals, um, are mikra, but just things happen to individuals, you won't necessarily be able to see the hashgacha in it. Meaning, uh, is there a reason why my foot hurts? Yes, there is a reason why Hashem, why, why, why Hashem had it that your foot hurts. But, but will you and I be able to figure out? Not necessarily, right? Um, for example, the Gemara, Gemara Bracha says that if a person sees that he has uh, very unusual yisurim happening to him, right? Like if he just like keeps like everything keeps falling on his right big toe, like everywhere he go, people keep stepping on it, and thing object keep falling on it, and <laughs> elevator closes. Just every okay. So then I guess he's thinking about it, but um, but but unless it's unless it's something that's very blatant, even though everything is for a reason. But we won't necessarily be able to identify the reason why it is that Ezra came late today. We may never, we may never know the answer to that question. Um, whereas, whereas with, with Klal Israel, right, or with, you know, with, with really weighty big matters, um, yeah, Hashem does it in a way that we should be able to take a look, if you, you know, learn up the psukim, look at the sugya, and, and figure it out. Um, so much so that remember Gershfeld telling us a number of times that uh, you know whenever something really big would happen that would impact Klauswell in a major way, so Revolbe would say, "Okay, new guys, like well, yeah, what's the message over here for us? Right? It's, it's got to be 
It's got to be, we should be able to sit down and see the Ashgach in this. Something that, that's affecting all of Klauswell in, in, in a major way, you should be able to see the Ashgach in it. Okay? So he's saying that um, over here that we're talking about, uh, he's going to show us how blatantly clear and obvious the Hashgacha was to um, guide Klauswell into Mitzrayim. So here we go, Midrash Barishas Rabbah says, Rabbi Brachia Omer, B'Shem Rabbi Yuda Bar Simon, Moshal Lepara Shehayu Moshchinosa Lemukulim. Which is a, a place where you shecht cows. So they were trying to draw this cow, to take the cow to the slaughterhouse. Velo Hayisanim Shechis. So it was resisting, and cows are big, right? And heavy, so not so easy to just pick it up and carry it. So Ma Osu, so what, what did they do? La, to her. Moshu as Bana, they took her little calf. And they pulled it towards the slaughterhouse, in front of it. And, and the cow went after it. This is his baby, so it goes after his baby. It doesn't want to be separated. Al korcha, in 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 spite of its um, desire, meaning the cow basically was forced to follow because the calf was being taken there. Shilobitovasa, um, which is uh, not for its good. Kachra ui haya Yaakov lereded Mitzrayim. So too, Yaakov was meant to be taken to quote unquote the slaughterhouse, means to a place that would not, that would be painful for him and for his offspring, right? Bish, uh, so now. He needed to go down there either way. So if the cow, worst case scenario, if the cow would be resisting, resisting, let's say it didn't have a, a calf. So what would, the, what would the owner of the cow have to do? He would have to grab a couple of big guys, tie some ropes around the cow's head, and just drag it there, right? But that would be very unpleasant for the cow, right? So instead he figured out this clever way of getting the cow there, right? So to over here, Ra'ui haya Yaakov l'redes Mitzrayim b'shel shalos shel barzel. Yeah, it was fitting for Yaakov to go down to Egypt, even if it were to take, to be dragged there in iron chains. Ubukularin, and uh, in a, um, I think it means like a, uh, like a thing that they would tie around the neck to drag prisoners. Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu said Hashem B'ni B'chori Hu He's my son, he's my beloved he's my firstborn V'ani Nohek Bo Minhek B'Zayon Am I going to behave like this with him? Meaning this is what should happen Yaakov should go down to Mitzrayim but Hashem doesn't want to do it like that V'lo Litein B'libo V'im Litein belibo shel paro, eini morido bepumbi 
And if I'll give it into the heart of Paro to basically go and, uh, you know, to, I don't know, fight a war and, you know, to conquer Canaan and to grab Yaakov and to drag him down there, right? So, uh, any, uh, so, so then, uh, then yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to drag him down. Pumbi means publicly. I don't want for it to be a public embarrassment like that. Ella Hareini Moshech Esbano. Rather, what I'll do is I'll drag I'll drag his son over there, Lefanov in front of him, Vahu Yared and he will go follow after him, Al Korcho, in spite of his will. Shalom Butovoso, which is not for his good, seemingly meaning Yaakov knows he's going down to the slaughterhouse. Vahorid es Hashkina Lamitzrayim Imo and. And I will bring down the divine presence to Egypt together with him. Amar Pinchas b'shem Rabbi Simon minayin lecha shiar deshchina imo. How do we know that the divine presence came down together with Yaakov to Mitzrayim? Mitzriv v'yi Hashem as Yosef. You see that it says Hashem was with Yosef, so Shina was with Yosef and Klausrol in Mitzrayim. So the Chazal explained through this the tremendous Hashgacha uh, supervision that Hashem is doing, uh, running events down here, that they that everyone should have what they need, what they need for their avodas Hashem. Asher also Hashem yisborach lohorid Yaakov uvan of lemitzrayim umipneize Amor Moshe lepara Rotzolomar. Ki haya ro'uyishe haya yored Yaakov lemitzrayim b'dover cotton. He's saying, why should the cow be scared? Take a step back. He's, why is the cow not going where the master is leading it? The master leads the cow to the trough and goes with him to the trough. master leads the cow to the field and goes with him to the field, right? Also, the master is trying to lead the cow to the slaughterhouse. The cow is budging. budging. Not budging. He's bulking. He's bulking, right? He's stretching out his legs and blocking, right? Why is he doing that? The answer is that somehow the cow intuitively feels that this is going to be a negative thing for it, right? So, so too, with Yaakov, you know, what's the big deal? Hashem, Hashem uh, could just do the same thing that he did with Avram, you know. Make a famine in Eretz Yisrael. What's the natural thing? You go to Mitzrayim, right? Eretz Canaan has famine sometimes because it relies on rain. Mitzrayim usually don't have famine because it's uh, the, the Nile uh, fertilizes the soil. Mitzrayim has a lot of food usually. Right, so you go down from Canaan to Mitzrayim to buy some food. Right? So, and yet, for some reason, Hashem has to go through these tremendous tachbulos, right? these things. Why? Why wouldn't Yaakov Avinu do the same thing that Avram Avinu did and go down to Mitzrayim? answer is, just like the cow, it doesn't want to go to the butcher house, right? Because it can feel that this is going to be something very bad for it. Right? So, so it kind of resists. So too over here. Let's 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 hear the moral say this. 
Really, it should be pretty easy to get him to go down to Mitzrayim. With a small, with a small uh, event, he should be able to go next door. There should be a small cause that should cause him to go. He should see that it's better for him in Egypt because there's a famine here in Canaan. And there he should have found his son Yosef. So why is it that it was so hard to get Yaakov to come down to Mitzrayim? Because since in the end, Coming down to Mitzrayim is really a decree, is something that's going to end up with the Shibud Mitzrayim, with a tremendous pain and suffering. Even though Yaakov and his family didn't know that this is what's going to happen, so why are they bulking at going down to Egypt so much? It's a family, so go, that's it, easy, right? Muslim Yoda, but their mazel, their um, I don't know whatever you want to say, their subconsciousness, their 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 soul on some level knew what's going to happen. ain menicho So and 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 it wasn't letting him go. That he felt that this is going to be something very bad for me. I don't want to go. So sometimes a person might not know something consciously, but he feels with a um, super consciousness that, uh, that this is uh, not going to be good for him. So therefore Hashem couldn't orchestrate this with a small matter. Ella... Sorry, she yes, It took a big, big thing to take to drag Yaakov into to Mitzrayim. Shall Yado Yavo to Mitzrayim? Lefikach heavy Moshe lepara she ain't a rotsa lihios nichnus lumukulin lumakom shitasa. This is the slaughterhouse. Mipnei harash yavo lasham because the cow somehow. Can feel it. So you use the child as a, as a way to pull it. So then once Yaakov saw Yosef. Not saw him literally, but he saw that Yosef is in Mitzrayim. That's it. He he went blindly. He didn't see anything else besides Yosef. Right? Yosef, my son is alive. I have to see him before I die. Right? And he went, which means overpowering his muzzle, overpowering his uh, superconscious intuition to stay away from Mitzrayim at all costs. Just connect the dots for myself. 
the reason why we care about Yaakov going out of Mitzrayim is because the Shvatim go down wherever his father go. Right? The Shvatim were ultimately going to be enslaved, right? It's not like we never had the idea that Yaakov would go by himself to Mitzrayim. Right. Uh, Yaakov and his family. So they all find, they all come back with news that, that Yosef is alive in Mitzrayim. He's the viceroy. Yeah, Yaakov's like, oh, great. We're off. The whole family's moving. He's like, I'll say, okay, yeah, of course. Right. I think so. He would have sent. I mean, he sent Benjamin, but he didn't go. Yeah, but the whole, all their their wives, their children, the whole family was still. I mean, Yaakov is the head of the family, so it's a matter of the family. Is the family going to move or not? Right. Right. But why didn't Yaakov was willing to send all of his other sons? Right. Except for Benjamin, but then he eventually sent Benjamin. Okay. Therefore, what? Why didn't he go with them then? Why didn't he go with them? Yeah. And what was keeping Yaakov in Eretz Yisrael? Well, they were only there temporarily. He wasn't. He was food. never. He was never. He was never sending them. Hey, guys, go live in Mitzrayim. But they were getting food. Like, they were just getting food, right? Your point is, if he was not concerned about Yemen, why didn't he just go with them, right? Well, why didn't? Yeah, you let all the, the kids. It's not. They're not solving the issue. He said, "Why don't I go myself and get the food and come back?" And that was never in his. Why? Why? I don't see why. I don't see why he would do that. Why? Why would? Why would the patriarch of the family go to buy food? Well, he didn't want to, I mean, he... Well, think about, what, I mean, when you have a job and you're the boss and your employees aren't getting things done, you go and get it done. Mm-hmm. Right. So if Yaakov's the boss... End of his issue is he didn't want to leave Benyamin. But he doesn't have he didn't want to travel. Now he has two to full sons, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He didn't want to leave Benyamin and he didn't want Benyamin to travel. But now Benyamin's <laughs> traveling. But he didn't... I'm not hearing, I'm not hearing what's bothering you. Um, again, he's initially he's he's just sending them to buy some food. So it's not like a it's not like a very complicated matter. What? Elderly at this point, right? He lives another seventeen years. Seventeen years is not such a long time. He's an old man. He he was an old man. Parasong. He was he was an old man, right? So he's 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 stationary. He's where the family is, right? So Yosef has to send like. Um, a limousine to pick him up, right? And like to transport him. Don't worry, everything will be okay. He, he doesn't want to go to Mitzrayim. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was clear from the point when, he, when the, he waited and waited and waited, and finally the son said, "If you, you didn't want to go, he needed right. to get food. Right? Son to get food. He was very afraid. He was very afraid of Mitzrayim. I'm saying when the, the first time we saw the the second time we saw them, he was he, he clearly was totally like didn't have any more food, and then he wait, you know he was waiting, waiting, waiting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I think we're all on the same page. Um, since there was a decree from Hashem, So now we're saying, okay, so if indeed, uh, so now Hashem, Hashem is saying, listen. This has to happen. I don't care. It's not. It's not up for discussion, right? Yaakov and the family are gonna end up in Mitzrayim. So if that's the case, so then it should have just. It should have just been something. That, you know, no long stories. Just you know. I don't know. Paro fights a war, invades Canaan, um, just puts chains of metal around Yaakov's neck and drags him down to Mitzrayim. End of the story. You know, Hashem wants it done. It's done. Yeah. So why did it have to happen in such a roundabout way? 
בשביל הצדק, עושה שלא היה לא ביזיון. אבל בגלל שיעקב אינו זה צדק, זה השם דירות in a more gentle fashion. I'm sorry? Yosef and the spices. Yosef and the spices also, right. To soften the blow. But with Yosef, you know, the spices are a nice thing, but at the end of the day, he was like a slave in a cage, sold for money, you know, not exactly the way that Yaakov came down. Yaakov came down like royalty, right, with... Twenty male donkeys and ten female donkeys, just for him, and wagons and everything else. Okay. V'kamar mashelo haye Yaakov yored al sheitim believe paro sheyishlach acharov. Is that what by you they change it? No, it doesn't. Ours is Al Yudei. He puts in the next word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That's the same thing as without that same thing. Yeah. Read to a little better with Al Yudei. Uliparo she yishlach acharov l'tovoso v'kiyotze b'zeh Oh, one second. He's reading this last part of the midrash differently from the way that from the way that I that I uh, read it. Apologize. Um, the, the so so again the one option was Hashem says what should I do should I drag him down there in chains so that is going to be an embarrassment for him ve'im litain belibo shel paro and if I should put it into the heart of paro um, I'm sorry, I'm back in the midrash I'm just reading what ve'im litain what do you have I had all sheetain back in the midrash. So, v'im litain belibo shall paro any morido bepumbi. That means it wouldn't be public. So he means to say, if I'll put it into the heart of paro to send Yaakov a letter saying, Yaakov, I I heard tremendous things about you. I'd like for you to. Uh, live near me, and I'll, you know, like give you uh, a, a uh, I'll build for you a nice yeshiva for your for your for your family to learn Torah in. So then, uh, it would not be public the fact that Hashem orchestrated it. So the Paro should send Yaakov saying, yeah, I really want you to live near me. Shem Cain, because if Hashem would have done it like that, lo haya davar mefursum shehagzeire hi min Hashem yisborach. Pirush. V'ra'ui shetihye 
Gzeres Hashem is Borak Mufur Samus, Lukol, Kihu Gozer Umekayim, Vim Paro Sholach Acharov, Lavo Elav, Paro sends a nice letter to Yaakov, Lutovoso, he says, I'm going to do good things for you over here, Lohaya Mufursum, Chihu is Borak, Mekayim Gzeru. Then it wouldn't be clear that it was Hashem who is doing this. Because it seems like Paro. Paro wanted Yaakov living with him, so he got it. Whereas here, nobody intended, there's no particular person you could say, well, here's the man that wanted Yaakov living in Mitzrayim, right? There was, the Shvatim wanted one thing. They just wanted to sell Yosef. Then, the, you know, whatever. Paro, when he promoted Yosef, he wanted something completely different, right? And then by the end of it, it ends up that Yaakov Avinu is in Mitzrayim. So you have the result without attributing it to anyone specifically in a very... Uh, Yosef uh, said. Well, once Yosef is there and he can't leave because of his position and there's a famine, then yeah, then... It's true. But that's already once you have the situation that Yosef, Yaakov's son, is the viceroy in Egypt... And there's a family, and there's a soil. So then, yes. But you know, uh, so how did all that happen? If it's because of the famine, Hashem creates the famine. So that's for it's because of the famine itself wouldn't be enough. Hashem orchestrated the entire story, right? I think the famine not enough. They just have the food, right? And they were, and you see how you see how resistant. Right. Vachshav shaliyadei Yosef. But now that Yaakov was so blown away that my son is alive, that's why he, that's why he, he goes down to Mitzrayim. So then it's clear there's Ashgacha. Meaning, if it comes, if if the whole thing came from any one particular person, then it would not be um, as attributable to Hashem. If Hashem just puts something into someone's heart, and that person does it, right? Uh, for example, I don't know, a recent, I was talking about the evil of the United Nations, right? So, but initially, when the, when, if let's say it was founded to make right what happened to the Jews during World War II, let's say that would be the case. They got together, we want to make an organization that would do that, right? So then they say, okay, so the fact that the Jews got their land, got there to swallow it, that was because the... I don't know, uh, because Henry Truman, who was it? Henry Truman and Stalin decided that's what they wanted to do. So they did it. I, Hashem, put it into their hearts. Maybe yes, maybe not. Maybe they just they just decided that way. But no, the founding of the nations was because they thought they were going to bring peace to the world, right? So they founded that organization. And then the organization wasn't even really interested in doing this. And, uh, and But but uh, through, you know, but uh, they barely vo- voted it. So you can't say, like, the organization was for that, right? And then, so the point is, you have the situation where the cholesterol, you know, not toward the cholesterol, but at least the people that are of Jewish descent um, have the land of Israel without any particular person. You can point to this person and say, he's the one that gave it to them, right? That, that, uh, I, that the British didn't just say, hey, you know what, we'd like to give this land to the Jews. Here you go, take it. The British didn't want it. The <laughs> The Americans didn't really want it. No, nobody really wanted it, right? But so, so then, so then. Wanted them to have it or wanted the land? What? Wanted them to have it. Wanted, 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 the, wanted the Jewish people to have the land. So therefore, Hayamufursum, 
Hadover Venoda Kihu Yesborach Kayim Gzeirasa. So then that is what's clear that Hashem decided and that's why it happened.